This is the Not Your Average Brand Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I am excited for today's topic. So I just want to go ahead and dive in because this episode is going to be a little bit longer than usual. But before we begin, I want to start by saying some ground rules so that like people understand who it is that I'm talking to in this series and how it applies. So I'm going to be going over several mistakes that it is that I see people making when it comes to their marketing, both at the six-figure, seven-figure, and eight-figure level. And I want to talk about who these apply to. So these are these mistakes apply to both coaches and service providers. So I'm speaking to an entire category here, not necessarily e-commerce, but mainly service-based businesses. Number two, the mistakes that it is that I'm going to talk about are also going to speak to people who are consistently growing. Okay. I'm not referencing the people that like take breaks or pauses or go on sabbaticals for forever and don't ever come back. Like I'm not talking to those specific group of people. I am talking to the people who are at the six-figure level and then wanting to get to the seven-figure level, people who are at the seven-figure level and then pushing to potentially be at the eight-figure level, so on and so forth. And then number three, I'm talking about total revenue or what you've made in a year. It doesn't matter to me when you made the money. To me, it's all about when you chose the identity. So some people don't consider themselves a millionaire until they've made a million in a year. Other people consider themselves a millionaire when they've hit a total of a million dollars in sales since being in business. It doesn't matter to me. I'm mainly just speaking about what happens when you begin to identify as a six-figure earner or as a seven-figure earner and so on. So whatever dollar amount does it for you, then it does it for me too. Okay, so those are the like ground rules, lay of the land, et cetera, et cetera. Now I'm going to break down each episode down into four sections. So one is just like the overall theme that it is that I see with people's marketing at a certain income level. And then the next are going to be three areas. So mistakes you are making when you create content, mistakes you are making with your marketing team, and the mistakes you are making with your marketing strategy. Now, all of those are going to be individual episodes. So today we are going to cover content mistakes. So we're going to start with the six figure content mistakes. Then we're going to move into seven figure and then eight figure. And I'm going to give you guys a couple tips, a couple gems along the way. So yeah, let's go ahead and dive in. So when people are at the six figure level or trying to grow beyond it, they are often in a season of doing all the things because they have likely been influenced to do so. You are paying for a VA because all the gurus say you should have one and you want to feel like that's what you need to be a multiple six-figure earner. Your peers are all joining a group program and so you thought you would join too. You were doing a lot of following trends in this season and sort of just riding the wave on how the heck do I stand out, how do I find my groove, what's going to be my thing, etc. You are also struggling with your self-trust in this season and believing that you are the sauce, you are the thing that your clients are looking for. You are hiring copywriters and content writers to write your content because you think you are a bad writer. Again, you're struggling with self-trust. You are investing in coaches or courses because you think the person you are paying must have some hidden secret or gem that you just haven't discovered yet. And so they are more successful than you. And so you buy into their programs to learn from them. You are also in a season where you are acquiring a lot of skills, okay? At the six-figure and multiple six-figure level, you are learning how to 
to do everything. Maybe you are investing in a TikTok coach because you want to get better at TikTok. You are learning how to edit your reels. You are learning how to use AI in your content. You are learning how to start maybe your YouTube channel again. You are learning ads. You are learning funnels and so on and so forth. So these things aren't necessarily bad. I'm just mainly just outlining to you what the overall theme is for people who are at this six-figure level. I am a super big advocate of learning marketing skills, so I'm definitely not saying that that's a bad thing, but some of the things that are happening in this season of your business can lead you astray, and I'm gonna break down what some of those things are. So six-figure content mistakes. Number one, the core mistake that it is that I see happening is the content that is going out is a lot of content that doesn't properly sell your service. And it's usually, I usually attribute this issue to it being a case where you are copying your coach's style of selling. Like I said, one of the struggles in this season is a lack of self-trust. You believe everyone else has a better answer than you. So your content is likely a direct replica of whatever it is that you were seeing online. At this point, you were just trying to fit into what it is that you think all the gurus are doing. This is one of the first things that we work on as your marketing consultant, because we are focusing on shifting your content from super educational or super informational or something very value-based or something very like more so step-by-step. And we are shifting it to being something that showcases how your services solve your clients' problems and why they should book with you. One of the first things we do in consulting is audit your messaging and then give you a list of things where you can immediately improve your content. This is one of the greatest downfalls to taking or borrowing a strategy from someone who has not effectively audited your business. A lot of times when you are purchasing a course or a group program or you're joining a mastermind or you've bought a digital product, you are then only taking one half of that person's strategy. You are taking just the part that worked for them and then you're trying to plug it into your business and it doesn't work. It's one of the things my husband and I, we were experiencing this where we went to Crate and Barrel the other day and we were looking to purchase couch and inside the showroom, the couch looked beautiful, but we were a little concerned if the couch was actually going to fit once we purchased it and got it into our house. And so normally what a lot of times people have done sometimes with furniture is they just buy something. They're like, oh yeah, like it's, it's going to work. You know, it's, it looks like it's big enough. Like our living room looks spatially around the same size. So like, it's going to be fine. We're not going to have any issues. And then they purchase it and then they get it home and they realize, oh crap, this was too big or this is too small for our space or it actually isn't the proper layout for us. And that's because you didn't take the proper measurements. And the same thing goes for strategy. You have to audit someone's business before you can effectively tell them what they should and should not be doing. And when you are joining a program, you are not getting that custom audit to see where the certain pieces of that program may fit for your business. That is the reason why I always recommend people at this phase have a consultant such as ourselves who are able to then look at what you've done specifically in your business and then where you need to improve because what works for one person isn't necessarily going to work for everybody else. There is also a lot of low hanging fruit in your content during this time frame, where a lot of people think that they need to overhaul their messaging at the six figure level when really all you need to do is just make a few tweaks. And sometimes all it takes is just having someone properly point out what those blind spots are. I had a client who was struggling with converting through email. We made one and literally, I mean one tweak to her messaging and she immediately started converting clients into her membership. So it doesn't take much to see results. The other mistake that it is that I see happening in 
this phase is you are trying to sell solely with your personal brand. You want to be likable. You want to be relatable. You want people to know your story, your values. You are sharing all sorts of content about your lifestyle and how you help your clients, but you are very rarely ever actually pitching your services. So in consulting, we help you utilize your personal brand to make sales, but not solely rely on it. You have to give your clients another reason to buy besides you're just a cool person or you just produce great work. I see a lot of coaches rely on liability to sell their offers. And I see a lot of done for you service providers rely on pretty work to sell their offers. Who you are as a person or the work you create of people is amazing, but your leads need more. They need depth. And we help you with this by teaching you how to get better acquainted with who your clients are and then how to speak to their needs in your content. Okay, last mistake for this level is when it comes to content, you are likely not creating content at all. So I see a lot of people just tap out on selling or being inconsistent. It's likely that you've probably made a little bit of money in this phase. You've probably reached your your old corporate salary or you're finally making more money than you could have ever thought you were making. You know, maybe you're making 300K a year, 400K a year, and you're just sort of at a place where you're like, ah, I don't really need to be online as much. It's almost like you've made the money, you've signed the client, so now you're not really interested in being online. The other thing that it is that I see too is usually once you start making multiple six figures, people are typically running their business heavily with referrals. Usually at this level, you are relying on referrals, relying on resigns, or you are relying heavily on one platform, and that platform is usually Instagram. So sometimes I see six-figure people solely on LinkedIn or solely on TikTok, but a lot of it, no matter what place that it is you use, a lot of it is you're just creating on one particular platform, and then majority of your income and your leads are coming from this place, and so are your referrals. This is another area we help you with in consulting is because we are making sure you are diversifying how you reach your audience. It's not enough just for you to copy and paste your content onto different platforms and then call that repurposing. If you want to attract leads from every platform you are on, and if you want to convert those leads, you need to have a clear content strategy for each of those individual platforms. So those are a recap of the mistakes at the six-figure level. Now let's move on to the millionaires, the seven-figure mistakes. When you get to a million, you are in a season of what I call attachment. So what happens after clients hit their first million or three million, et cetera, is they are very attached to the way they are marketing their services. They have their email strategy down pat. They have their content team. They know what their strengths are now. They know they're a good podcaster. They know that they're good on video content. They know what works and what doesn't work. They are also exhausted from scaling to multiple millions. So now that they have arrived, they don't want to do anything different. They also have created their own secret sauce. So they've been in the six figure era where they've learned from everyone that they could learn from. They've bought all the courses, they've invested in all the programs. They now know what works for them and their business is pretty set. The core mistake that I see at this level is that you become very attached to the way you've sold before. The biggest mistake that I hear from multiple million dollar earners is this is the way we've always done it. That phrase, y'all, that phrase is where all dreams, all goals, all everything go to die. Okay. (laughs) You have to stay innovative. And when you are scaling alone, innovation becomes a full time job. 
constantly having to push the content needle forward on top of being a CEO and managing the clients is exhausting. This is where we as your consultants really come in to share some of that content strategic responsibility. In our consulting services, we actually create recommendations and strategies for you. So last week we had a client who was launching and she needed our help fine tuning her messaging. So we came to our consult call, not only with recommendations for her messaging, but also how she could tell that story, her her new messaging in her emails, in her IG lives, in her reels. We gave her an entire workshopping and brainstorming session to go over her upcoming launch. So she didn't have to figure out any of it by herself. She didn't have to stew for hours or wait until her next coaching call. She was able to get the custom support right then and there on our call. And now she has everything that it is she needs to prep before she goes on vacation. Okay. So second mistake is I can figure it out all by myself. Okay. This is a bit of a piggyback off of the first mistake, which is this is the way we've always done it. But usually the issue here is everything you have been exposed to at this stage in business at the million dollar level has been about learning someone else's process. Okay. So at the six figure level, you're buying into everything. And then at the seven figure level, you've reached the Mecca, you've gotten your goal, you've hit your million, your 2 million, your 3 million, your 4 million, your 5 million, your whatever. You've done it. You've tweaked the things to match your style. You've done it your way. But the problem is, is that everything that is even exposed to is learning someone else's process. So your thought is, well, I don't need another mastermind. I don't need another coach. I have figured it all out by myself already getting here, right? I've already bought everything. What else is there to buy? And this is where all the blind spots start to show up in your business. Your content isn't as effective as it was before. Your referrals are going up maybe because your reputation is better, but you're still struggling to convert cold leads. You're exploring funnels and those are working maybe for the first year, but then they stop converting like they used to be. You're trying ads and those are, or those are working in the beginning, but then they stop converting like they used to be. Even with the ads, the funnels, the PR, it still seems to be a struggle to grow. It's like you hit that point that you wanted to hit and for whatever reason, it feels like pulling teeth trying to get past it. Even though you are using your strengths and you're creating the video content and you're doing all the seemingly right things that you're that have worked for your business in the past, there just still seems to be something that's not hitting right. This is why our marketing consulting services are perfect because this is where you guys, you need custom support. This is where you already know who you are and what you want, but you need another brain or strategist to be on your team as your thought partner. Right now, the only strategic brain you have access to is likely your VA, your OBM, your co-coach or whoever who's been with you for forever and you try to bounce a couple ideas off of them from time to time. Or maybe your thought partner is a peer of yours who, by the way, is also struggling just the same as you, but you know, hey, at least you guys are in this together, right? Or, you know, you only have access to someone who is a coach who is focused on mindset and then you're still having to piece together the strategy by yourself. In our consulting services, we are the strategic partner you have been looking for. We are the ones helping you clean up your messaging that you thought was good, but isn't converting anymore. We are helping you understand what's happening in your funnels, what's happening in your emails. We are supporting you as you plan long-term and helping you think through where you want to take the direction of your company and what are the messaging shifts that need to happen? What's your cold lead strategy going to be? How are you going to grow your lead gen strategy? 
And the best part of what it is that we do and the best part of consulting with us is that you don't have to follow a process to get the results that it is that you want. That's what I love about custom strategy and specifically about working with entrepreneurs that are at this level because we are no longer looking to copy from anyone else. I get to help you create strategies that are created from your own mind as opposed to being in this constant state of learning from someone else. Every option gets to be put on the table. Everything that it is that you have in your head that you've been saying you've been wanting to do, but you haven't found the right person to help you do it, all of those ideas get to be put on the table. And then we are advising on how to strategically put those pieces into place. The second season that I see people enter as a millionaire or a multimillionaire is the season of expansion. So in the, the first season that it is that I talked about was a season of attachment, right? But then there comes a season of a season of expansion. Like you've gotten over the attachment a little bit and you're like ready to like push forward, okay? At this stage of the game, you have an established product and you are likely trying to grow into something else. This could look like writing a book, booking more speaking engagements, starting a personal brand, starting a second business, etc. The content issues I see in this season of million dollar expansion is what I call lazy launching, okay? Lazy launching is relying heavily on your brand reputation from your previous business to sell the new business or the new offer. So a lot of times what happens is people are like, this idea that I have is gonna sell like hotcakes because we already have so much brand reputation and notoriety around this niche that around this niche, that me adding this new offer is it's basically going to sell itself. And I used to see this mistake all the time when I worked at Banana Republic, we would create this incredible jacket, and it would basically fly off the shelves. And then the following year, we would try to make a sister version of the jacket. So maybe instead of it being a long trench coat, it would be a shorter cropped version, literally the exact same thing, but just shorter. Or we would sell the heck out of a cropped puffer jacket. So cute. And then we would come back the following year with a longer, like more tailored version of it. And the idea was, well, if we can sell them as a set, right? We can say, hey, we brought back your cropped puffer jacket. We brought it back in a long form, same material. Or if we can use the momentum that we had from the jacket last year to sell the newer one. Or if we could just tell people it's the same fabrication, then people will buy it. And guess what? People didn't buy it. Okay. That new jacket required just as much effort to sell as the other new jackets the customer had never heard of before. So there really isn't a thing as a no brainer offer, an easy offer that just sells itself. Everything requires a messaging strategy. In our consulting, this is where we lean in to help you because as much as you wanna rely on those warm leads and as much as you wanna rely on reputation, you still need a messaging strategy to convert the clients. We help you think about not what's just going on in this launch and how you can make your first sale for your new offer, but how you can make several sales several months down the line, how we can create a content and a messaging strategy that sets you up anytime you wanna launch this. Another brief antidote to add here too is that there's a very big difference between hype and then sales. Hype is when you have people in your DMs telling you that they've been dying for you to launch X, Y, and Z offer, and then you make it and then they don't buy, okay? This is a big issue at this level too, because by now you've acquired a lot of fans. You've gotten the press, the notoriety, and you have a really successful other offer. So you're like, yeah, duh, of course, people are going to want this part too. But you have to be prepared for what if they don't buy. You have to have a plan to sell this offer because if the hype ain't hyping, 
What are you gonna do? And this is why in our consulting services, we aren't on the hype wave with you. Yes, we are excited for you, but we're also like, okay, girl, we want this launch to be successful and we, you know, we got your back, but also let's not skip over the basics just because you're excited. The fundamentals of selling never change and that's what you have us to help support you with. So those are the mistakes at the seven-figure multi-million dollar level. Let's talk about the eight-figure society. So the eight-figure gang has what I call a shift in priorities. At this stage, content creation is not necessarily about sales. It's about I legit don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Okay, at this point, you have worn all the hats in your company. You have been the content scheduler. You have fixed all the mistakes from the content writer. You have written your own sales page. You have monitored and done approvals for the new Brie brand. You have been hands-on with all the content everything. And now you're like, I want to focus my attention elsewhere. And I need someone to lead the content strategy and the team to execute it. Now we're going to talk about eight figure marketing team on another episode, but essentially you're at the point where you're like, I don't want to be in the weeds anymore. And it's at this level where you need a fractional CMO. You have graduated from, I need a consultant who can help me and co-create with me to, I need a CMO who can help take over for me. And not in a way where you're just like going to stop being CEO, but more so from the sense of I'm ready to lead the company as a visionary. I'm ready to take back my time, be present with my kids. I want to focus on the clients and really nothing else. This is where we recommend our fractional CMO service because in this role, we are now the co-owners of your content strategy. We are leading your content team. We are meeting with your PR strategist and your ad strategist. We are driving the content strategy. We are reporting out on leads, the traffic, and the sales within the company. We have a hand on your vision and the goals within the organization and also a hand on what's needed from a team perspective to execute it. Now, here comes the mistake, okay? Here comes the mistake. The mistake that happens at this stage is pushing yourself to lead as the content creator, to lead as the content leader, even when you don't want to. These pushes, these I'm just going to stick it out and keep going is eventually what leads you to burnout. Ultimately, what happens is the business stops growing or you end up taking a break. The business starts to crack because you are trying to carry the weight of all of your marketing. And what's really interesting too at this stage is that people, for whatever reason, they hire operationally and they hire financially, but it's like the marketing piece just seems to always be the last one to go. Like an eight-figure entrepreneur will have a CFO, no problem, okay? CFO, someone, someone important to handle my money, no problem. They'll have a director of operations, no problem. But marketing is like so scary to give up. And I get it, right? It's a core part of the company. It's what drives the revenue for the business. So it's intimidating. But getting the help you need is important. And with our fractional CMO service, you get to ease into it. It's part-time. It's fractional. So it doesn't come with a massive overhead or a salary roll. You get to try it out for a few months and see if it fits for your team. And then you get to go from there. So that is everything for this episode. I feel like this was one of the longer ones, but so good. I'm so excited to bring you guys part two and part three. We're going to talk about six-figure, seven-figure, and eight-figure marketing teams. And then we're going to talk about six-figure, seven-figure, and eight-figure marketing strategies. So be sure to stick around and tune into those. And then until then, I'll see you guys on the next episode. <laughs>